dear dad, today I get to use my weather voice. I'm a meteorologist now. There's a high chance of rain and hail and sunshine and, well, just about everything else. I'm broadcasting live from the Kanoko Weather Institute, where things are, well, a hot mess. Seely, take it away with sports. Oh, drop the ball again, huh? Well, the Doppler is ringing, and it looks like we've got a tough battle coming in from the West. That's it for this news break, Dad, but stay tuned to great arts and culture segment coming up at the 10 o'clock. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's just me and Fonda tap dancing. Keep it classy, Kanoko. Hey everybody, I'm talking here. I'm talking into the microphone. I'm talking into the mic. Oh yeah, I said I'm talking into the mic. Wanna talk into the mic? You gonna talk into the mic? Please talk into the mic. Hi <laughs> everybody, I'm at the mic. I am talking at my mic. A microphone, and it is the phone, and I am not the mic, but then we have the Mikey Gasolahee. <laughs> Did you like my curse? The curse was good. It was a good curse. All right, so, Pearl, you and Luca followed, uh, you know, at a reasonable distance, I think, behind you by the scientists, uh, are about to make your way out of the uh, break room area, where it seems as though all of the appliances are missing. But uh, you you are leaving from there. How are you trying to make your way up to this uh, alleged lab, weather simulation place, chamber upstairs? Like, how how, how are you going about this? There's still a bunch of, you know, weird weather stuff going on, but there's just not a cast form out in that particular spot anymore as, as it has been subdued. Everyone proceed with caution. She opens her umbrella and her and Celie try to move like a little mushroom underneath this umbrella. Silly, quieter. That's really good. And we're going to try to be stealthy. Great. Go ahead and roll stealth. Notice how I use the word try, folks, because if you know how I play, I can't stealth for the life of me. It's an eight. <laughs> Funnily enough, that's that's in the ballpark of what Luca got, too. Uh, the, the scientists, however, did roll higher, and I think it's just because they're keeping their distance behind you. <laughs> Burn. As they do not have uh, strong enough Pokemon to defend themselves from whatever's going on. And then Pearl gets caught up in the song. I will say that I think that Jackson probably gave you like the, uh, you know, another Pokeball of like, uh, uh, all right, so looks like there should just be I think we just got one more cast form running around. We, we, we had the four around the place, but uh, here, if you want to uh, take its Pokeball, you know, once it once it's subdued to try to get it back in there, that that should be all right. Um, uh, Pierce, does that uh, Porygon have a have a ball to put it in? Uh, no, no, it does. It doesn't have a uh, a Pokeball. Hey, Pierce. Uh, it, what, yeah, hey, Pierce. Remember the chat, the heart to heart we just had? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could go find. A Pokeball, Pierce. Uh, okay, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look really quick. Uh, all right. Um, Thanks uh, for being a team player, Pierce. Pierce is going to make an investigation check. I really check. hope he finds it because I don't want to be mean to him. 15. Okay, I'm going to roll. Pierce finds a great ball. 
he like goes and like shuffles around in some uh, uh, drawers and thinks he's like, oh, okay, I'm uh, here, here, take it, take it. Thank you, Pierce. Is this helpful? That was helpful. Good job. Thank Good job. You. I'm rooting for you, man. It's, it's tough love. I get it. It's just these Pokemon are so powerful. Focus, Pierce. Uh, just stay with me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Jackson and Letty are both giving him stank eye. Nice. All right, so he's giving you just a, a great ball so that you could try to subdue it. He just says, yeah, no, it's just a, a, an unmarked envelope came in the mail and the, and the, the Porygon was on a flash drive and then I uploaded it into the... Wait, uh, wait, what? You said that you ordered it. Oh, I did, but when I ordered it, it, it came in an unmarked manila envelope. I mean, it said to, to Pierce and it did spell my name right, which I'm thankful for because oh, you know, not no. everybody spells it right, but... uh. Oh. Oh, no. And Pearl is going to put on her shadow detector. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Her monocle. Pierce, what have you done? It is not picking up anything currently. Okay. We shall see. Oh, the dangers of the dark web, I guess. Pierce, more like the dangers of you. Maybe. <laughs> you continue walking. So you uh, you are making your way upstairs, and uh, th- there's a staircase that continues in this very futuristic, very chrome building. And uh, as you are making your way up, go ahead and just give me a constitution check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Nice. All right. So uh, with all of this weather, like uh, there's still like the, there there was the rain going around, and now it's it's gotten back to like the really really hot here in the lobby and everything as you're making your way up the stairs, and just it is uh, it's wearing you out, but you do not technically take any uh, points of exhaustion. Sealy, <sighs> how are you hanging in there? Oh lord. Don't give up, hold my fin. Oh. Don't go limp on me. Don't become jello. Oh. No. Seely goes jello. No. Do you still want Murray to be at the front of the party? No, we'll have Seely. Okay. As this jelloy body as I'm carrying her up the stairs. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're swapping Seely to your active. Nice. I think that Luca has taken a moment to revive Tarzan the Trico, but he is going to. I think he'll actually stick with Mikey. I think that actually went pretty well. Tufus has got to do a lot lately. Let's let's let let's let Mikey the Ghastly try it. Uh, try Get it some again. breathing room, yeah, yeah Mikey. Yes, gas it out, baby. Ew, no, no, Mikey. <laughs> Smell Ghastly. <laughs> Just because you can go into different planes doesn't mean we don't know you dealt it. <laughs> a ghostly fart wafts in your nostrils. <laughs> no. So you all are making your way upstairs, and as you go up and you find yourselves entering down the hall and you go in toward this uh, lab sort of area, you can see that there is a uh, a lot of snow whipping around, and it is like a, a hailstorm that's happening in here. Uh, as you are going in, you're like, the umbrella is like being pelted by these bits of hail. I look at Seely. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I swap her? Yeah, sure. You're not in. You're not in combat. Love you. Or or. Fanta. <laughs> you swap out to Fanta. Thank you. Yeah, but so there, there, this snow and hail coming down, and you see all sorts of uh, instruments of uh, weather monitoring uh, as you walk in here. Things like thermometers, barometers, hygrometers, anemometers, paranometers, rain gauges. Uh, well, there's uh, there's not a windsock in here. Because, well, I guess there's not really a. There's just like a spare rain gauge that does actually have like water in it right now because of everything that's happening inside. Jackson's like, well, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> th- th- there is not a windsock in here. 
uh, or wind vane, but, there, but there's a there's a a, a, a trans mimositer and a sealometer again. The a sealometer, Sealy, <laughs> run! <laughs> no, she got sucked up in the sealometer. There's too many monitors. There's one for all of us. Avoid the monitors. Hit them. Crash it. Start breaking everything. <laughs> yeah, pl- please, please don't, please don't. Yeah, no, don't, don't break, don't. Sealy's fin pops out. <laughs> <laughs> a sealometer, fun fact, is for measuring the cloud ceiling. Again, it wasn't really an active use, but they're just around. There's just a lot of uh, tools around. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> as I as I put away my my wiki list of uh, instruments that you would have at a weather station. Gotta love it. <laughs> But uh, as you are going through here and the uh, wind is starting to pick up and there is more uh, snow and hail uh, pelting you all, you do see in front of you that there is another cast form. And again, the, the snow and hail is even thicker around it. This one is like got a little ice cream cone swirl action happening almost. Like it's it's got a little purpley face, but it's got like a mint green sort of swirl thing happening around its face and a little cone coming down the bottom. And there's just all this snow that's just like bursting out from it. And as you are coming uh, over here, you see that it looks like it's in the in the midst of uh, an intense battle with another one of the Rotom. This one seems as though it is the uh, oven from the break room. <laughs> that makes sense. As they're as they're shooting fire and ice at each other, and then they both like <clears throat> turn around to you as you come in, not stealthily at all. Roll initiative. Spro goes, I love it. <laughs> Ten. With initiative rolled, our order will be Luca, Pearl, Castform, Rotom. Alright. So to start us off, Luca says, Alright, Mikey, come on, keep it up. What is Mikey the Ghastly gonna do? Curse. Alright, he's gonna curse him. And he passes gas and he goes. You will smell this no matter what plane I'm in. And I will too. <laughs> All right. Uh, the cast storm <laughs> is going to make a wisdom save against Gasly's ethereal fart. <laughs> Ooh, just misses the save. It's a 13. Woo! The cast form is cursed with a ghostly fart. And Gasly takes five points of damage. No! I'm sorry, Maggie. Even though Gasly doesn't have a nose, it's like kind of little face scrunches up a little bit. <laughs> As he who smelt it, dealt it. Karma. Pearl, it is your turn. Okay, Vanda. This should be where you thrive. I know, I know you're ready. Flame charge. Roll the hit. 14. 14 will just barely oh, miss. No. Dear God, not again, Pearl says. We just need to focus, everyone. Svanta, don't make snow angels right now. Fanta goes to run toward the snowy cast form. Uh, flames charging up, but then like catches a little a little snowflake. He's distracted. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, this is... Just can't, <laughs> we just can't focus these days. As Fanta's like, I haven't seen snow before. Snow, 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 snow. I've got the cast form and the road them all in snow. I won't go deeper because it's not Christmas time and I won't torture those of you who don't believe that Christmas songs can be sung anytime. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and Fanta will take two points of ice damage. Wait, just from itself? Because it is hailing. Oh, gosh. Ghastly takes it too. Okay. I just forgot. 
It is ice damage, though, so I guess Fanta only takes one point of damage because he resists. Yeah, that's right. But that is your turn, and then it's the cast form's turn, uh, who I suppose, since you haven't done anything yet, it's going to see if it hits either the Rotom or Ghastly. Being cursed, as the cast form takes a big whiff uh, of the ethereal fart, turns and looks at Mikey the Ghastly and goes to unleash Powder Snow at him. What a cool name. That will hit with an 18 plus. Well, I was about to say the Ghastly got out pretty easy because that is eight points of damage, but on a natural attack roll of 18, Mikey the Ghastly is frozen. Oh, no! So that's not great for him. Oh, gosh. But the cast form will take seven points of damage from the curse. Okay, okay, yikes. So that is the cast form's turn, and so when it rolls back around to Mikey, he can attempt to break free of the ice with a DC 15 strength save at the end of uh, each of his turns. We'll see how strong a ball of gas is. It's then the Rotom's turn, as this possessed oven is going to see if it can attack the cast form. Yep. Nope, definitely. It just rolled a nat 20. I'm not going to make it make these saves for the rest of this fight. It okay. knows what's up. Okay. Uh, so you can see... It's preheated. It, it, it is in the process of preheating. You can see sparks are flying off of it, and you see the, the heat building up inside. Uh, but first, it's going to go to hit with a shockwave. That misses, though. Come on. I love it. Yep. Miss, it misses its AC by one. It's it's one away from hitting as these Rotom. Bless them. Bless them. Okay, yep. So the Rotom misses, but the oven continues to preheat. Uh, but I, I am going to say with its 20 on its roll just then that it is, it is not uh, glitching out anymore. It seems laser focused at this point. But that brings us back up to the top with Luca. So Mikey is unable to do anything during the turn because he is frozen. But go ahead and make that strength save at the end. 18. 18. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, sure. Woo. I think it's less of like breaking out and Mikey just like. Phases. Phases through the ice and is like. (laughs) Nice, Mikey. But that is Luca's turn. You're up, Pearl. Hey, Luca. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Wouldn't it be cool if like there was a Pokemon that was an actual ice cream cone? I mean, that seems highly unlikely. Find a flame charge. A girl can dream. Two. A two. Oof, a doofa. Gosh, what is happening? I think Fonte is just sort of frolicking through the snow, making a little making a little snow chicken. I think Pearl actually goes over and just starts to help. <laughs> that is that is so cute! Fonte takes another point of ice damage from the hail, and Mikey takes two on uh, on his turn from Pearl the Pearl takes hail one too. Ah, what are we thinking? Focus! <laughs> a golf ball-sized piece of ice just thunks you in the head. Yeah, that's what I deserve after that roll. It's in the cast form's turn. This time it's going to go after the Rotom, I think, because the Rotom is really the only one who... Gosh, I wish you could come after uh, me. ...was aggressive in, in, in any sort of way just then as it goes uh, to hit it with Powder Snow. Powder Snow! Wow, everybody's rolling so bad. That's 11. It's snowing the same amount that it was before. The cast form is just, you know, bouncing around the place, uh, really seemingly very unaware of what's going on and what it's doing, but it's just just a bunch of snow flying all around. Snow hits the oven, but it's just very hot, and so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the Rotom's turn. What is weather? What is the weather? As we wrap up the second round, the Rotom seems like it is getting close to the oven, finishing its uh, preheat. Okay. But before it does that, it is actually going to try and uh, confuse the cast form. Oh, look at that. Confuse Raid just does it. It's just confused. Okay. Cast form is confused for three rounds. 
Okay. Great. So am I. Did that have a... Does that one have a range? As, she says to the cast form. <laughs> As the Rotom's like, Yeah, that's right. Who's confused now? <laughs> but that will take us back up to the top. It is Luca's turn. What's Mikey gonna do? Hypnosis. Uh, it does save against the hypnosis, but it's still confused, so. All right, well, that's fair. But that is Luca's turn. You're up next. What are you gonna do, Pearl? Okay, Fanta. Are you feeling it? Because I'm feeling it. Fanta, flame charge. And she, like, lifts him up this time. <laughs> she, like, pushes him toward the cast <laughs> yeah, form. Yeah, I do. Well, they always say third time's the charm. It is 24, baby. You know, that one will just barely hit. Are you kidding me? No, I'm Okay. <laughs> it hits. It decidedly hits. <laughs> no, it really was never that hard. Gosh. 16. 16 doubled to 32 points of fire damage. There we go. I feel like Fonta does one little spark at first and then kind of remembers how much fun it is. And then it's like... And then goes for it. <laughs> yeah. Big hefty hit from Fonta there as he remembers that he's supposed to do the thing. Yeah, that's what that's what we do. That's called training and fighting and battling. Good job. No longer distracted by the snow. Fonta has focused in. Uh, that yes. brings us to the cast form's turn. After that nonsense, it's going to unleash everything it's got as it lets loose a blizzard. No. We know this one too. You see it munches on some Reese's Pieces. Ha. No, actually, that does sound delicious right now. Deck saves. Ah, for Pokey or for us? Well, you said that you did run up in there, so you two. I can two. do it for both. Fanta is a uh, 22. Yeah, okay. I rolled a 10. You rolled a 10. That's how, I mean, like, Fanta rolled a 10, and that's how Dexy Fanta is. Oh, yeah. Right? And this is Pearl's roll. Uh, 18. 18 for Pearl. And for Mikey? Oh, five. All right, so Mikey Poor will take... little ghost. Mikey will take the full damage. Oh, I forgot to do uh, the damage for cast form on its last turn from the curse. Mm, yeah, that's right. Add it up. Uh, well, every little bit helps, uh, as the cast form does take five more points of damage from the curse. And with that, everybody but Mikey saved for the blizzard. Poor Mikey. He just wanted the Reese's. I'm more of an Aria girl myself there, Mike. That is 15 points of damage to Mikey. Oh, bro, no. And then eight to the rest of you. Oh, no. But it's actually four for Fanta because of the fire. Also four to the Rotom because of part fire. But that is the cast form's turn as it just unleashes like this, this massive blizzard seemingly out of its control, but it is enjoying the Reese's Pieces. It's not an Oreo fan so much, you you gather. Yeah, I respect it. I mean, we all have. I mean, some people are Heath people. Well, those people are wrong, uh, but it is the <laughs> Rotom's turn. The oven is preheated now as it goes to let loose an overheat. Yes, I'm ready. Asana! The Rotom opens the oven door and Castform has to make a deck save. No, that is an eight. You wish, Pearl says in the middle of the blizzard. This might hurt. Let's find out. Guys, are we, are me and Fanta literally going to be only helpful for one move of this entire fight? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like I've never been to a gym. Ooh, okay. All right. 15 plus 4, 19 doubled uh, again to, to 38. 
as this huge whoosh burst of heat and flame lets loose from this uh, oven rotom, uh, and it does... Ah, it sizzles. It sizzles the uh, the cast form. The cast form is KO'd. Sorry, beautiful ice cream cone, but it had to be done. Do you return it to its Pokeball now that it's been yes. subdued? Nice. Gently. 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 You pick up its soft ice cream cone-esque body. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. If only you could be a true ice cream cone. But you're a sweet little little Michelin baby. <laughs> and you put it in the Pokeball. It's, it's like, ah, oh, oh, another blizzard, another day. Try Oreo next time, she whispers in its ears before she closes it. (laughs) You've solved my snow puzzle. Yay! We did it! Good job, guys! Yeah, no, hey, uh, Mikey, you you doing okay? Yeah, that was rough, Mikey. Uh, Good job, though. You really helped us. uh, Fanta? Fanta's back to making snow chickens. We gotta train every morning again. I've been lax on you guys. We're coming back to it. I know, I know. Just because you've been stuck in a pokeball for three months where you can't go out and see your friends and go to a restaurant and do things or go to your work place of work doesn't mean you can slack on your training. Not speaking from any personal experience over here. Pearl, are you projecting? No, I'm just quarantining. I think you're projecting something. First of all, we have not been on the road for three months. Okay, not in canon, not in canon, not in canon. (laughs) (laughs) She never said it. It's just her internal monologue. Internal monologue via Sarah. <laughs> we, we, we just cut back to the lab, and it's like Miguel and Fanta and Pinecone just, like, sitting on lawn chairs and just, like, sipping on smoothies. Yes! <laughs> back from vacay. That's Pinecone's shadow training. <laughs> yes! Just chilling out. And getting some juice. Getting juice. Cleansing it. Cleansing it out. Pinecone's going on a juice cleanse. Pearl puts down her shadow detector. Uh Uh-huh. And she goes, okay, where is this big old Porygon? You put down your uh, aura reader Mm -hmm. and you you scan the room. As you are looking around, uh, there doesn't seem to be any, like, strong reading in this room. Luca, I got a funny feeling. But as you uh, look around, you you look toward uh, the next chamber uh, and you do see like a a faint bit of aura that seems to be like kind of seeping out from under the door. As you're looking ahead, Jackson says, "Uh, well, yeah, that that up there is uh, the the control room. So that should be where where the problem's coming from. She makes Luca and her go back to back to the walls. (laughs) And she looks at Pierce. Never take unpostaged mail and open it. And then she does a couple swat, like cool little motions of like baseball cues to Luca. Pierce is like, well, I mean, I, I, I did order it. It was just, you know, maybe not from a, a as, as reputable of a seller. As and she I begins thought. to open the door. I should have checked their feedback. And you go to open the door. You and Luca sidle up to the control room door and you slowly open it. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. 
I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. This month, we will be donating all of our Dice Envy commission to the Bail Project. There's a lot of people out there who need help, and the Bail Project is an excellent organization. We are so happy to support them. So uh, by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo, or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout, you can get 10% off of your order, and you know that 15% is going to be donated directly to the Bail Project. We also have a giveaway happening over on the Quest Company Twitter. You can win a beautiful set of retro metal dice from Dice Envy. All you got to do to enter is donate directly to the Bail Project and let us know you did. We'll be gathering entries for that through the end of the month. We've already been making great progress uh, with orders through the Dice Envy website, so we're, we're really excited. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Junior and you want to give us a boost, please uh, go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Junior and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. We also have milestones where if we hit certain monthly amounts, we'll do cool new series like Kanoko Origins, our new Postcards from Pearl spinoff. I'll throw in a little intro teaser for it at the end of these announcements. Uh, just a heads up, while Postcards from Pearl is PG, Kanoko Origins is more of a PG-13. The first episode is up over on the main Quest Company feed now, and it's all thanks to your generous support. Thanks so much to all of you Patreon subscribers for making it happen. And if you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our QuestCo Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, so please, if you're enjoying the show, let other people know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCoJr or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank all the incredible artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Glitch X City for the songs X and Y Snowbell City Remix, Team Magma and Aqua Boss Battle Remix Version 2, Sun and Moon Ether Foundation Remix. Thanks to Fluid Vault for the song Doggy Goes Moo. Thanks to the Oracalcan for Argent Vexmon. Thank you to Gypsy Trip for the song Fear of the South. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action and see how Pearl's going to deal with this glitchy Porygon. Thank you for joining us here on Quest Company Jr. One thousand years ago, the Kanoko region was much different than the one we know today. Long before the establishment of the Pokemon League and gyms, before there were thriving Pokemon centers and Pokemarts in every town, 
before child trainers roamed the land totally unsupervised. There were people, and there were Pokemon. Without the technology and resources of today, anyone who claimed that they wished to be a Pokemon master would have been thought of as arrogant, delusional, or even suicidal. While many people might have relied on a Pokemon companion or two for work purposes, it would be out of the question for an average person to have the skill to fully evolve a Pokemon, much less the time or resources. More mouths to feed, more space needed for these creatures to live, and the knowledge that if that Pokemon ever turned on you, the odds were not in your favor. And while small domestic Pokemon may have had a certain charm for some, many people can never shake the knowledge of the truly horrific creatures in the wild. Traveling merchants, foolhardy adventurers, and sunken-eyed nomads would regale townspeople with tales of giant serpents formed of stone, massive, gluttonous beasts that devoured everything in their path, dragons with the power to burn down forests, abominable creatures that lurked in the deep waters waiting to destroy anything that dared enter their territory. The list goes on. But the tides turned with the rise of the Keepers. Thought by many to be mad, these Wardens of the Wilderness sought to work alongside Pokémon and utilize their full potential, pushing the limits of what most thought possible and what any thought reasonable. With their enchanters, healers, artificers, herbalists, battlemasters, the Keepers pioneered the use of Pokéballs, potions, all of the items that we use today and ushered in a new era of peace and prosperity between people and Pokémon in the Kanoko region. However, that road to peace was a long one, and as we look back on our history and how the Kanoko region became what it is today, we must take a closer look at two key figures from the past. Virgil and Jaquees, who began their adventures together as initiates of the Keepers. You open the door to the control room. As it opens, you can see that it's very much like a big hard drive server type room. Like there are just like these large stacks of like the computer servers, hard drive things, mm -hmm. uh, as well as like a large control panel and screen. And you can see that there's like a window into the like weather simulation chamber mm -hmm. and everything. And as you walk in, you actually see that uh, as you get in a little closer, you hear the, the sounds of commotion and you can see that a bit of the aura reader is um, go going off a bit more in the direction 
of like the big control panel and you can see that there are like wires that have like come out of the panel Ooh. and are actually like whipping out at these couple of Rotom that are in here uh, that seem to be like fighting with the control panel. You see that one looks like the fridge from the break room and then the other one is like a rotating fan and they're like fighting with the control panel. What are you going to do? Hang in there, appliances. Um, can we sneak attack? Can we like sneak up? What are you trying to sneak up on? The thing inside the control panel? Make a stealth check again. Ha! Seven. You attempt to sneak forward uh, as this battle is happening. You can see that it almost looks like the control panel is like overheating uh, as uh, you you come into this room and it's actually not uh, as much of the wild weather that has been uh, in the other rooms, but you can see that there's all kinds of things going on in the um, like in the simulation chamber on the other side of the windows as it's rapidly switching from thing to thing to thing. But you, you go in here and you see that it looks like the control panel's like overheating almost and that's probably why it's the fan and the refrigerator rotom that are like up against uh, this panel as they're both trying to like cool it down in different ways, but these wires keep on like trying to bat it away. And as you come up, you, you're getting ready to. Uh, first of all, who is still at the front of the party? Ah, uh, Fanta. So Fanta, okay. So you are you are making your way up, and uh, I'm gonna say that before you came in here, Luca took a second to give a potion to Mikey. Okay. I think he had the presence of mind to do that. So Mikey gets back six HP from Great. a potion. But so you you all uh, creep in here, tiptoeing in here, uh, trying to be sneaky, and you're about to, like, direct Fanta to go forward before, like, the wires just stop after they've, like, slapped both the fan and the refrigerator away. And then on the large screen above the control panel, you see boom, a flash of, like, it, the, the screen goes, like, a, a bright pink with a blue oval in the middle and these, like, yellow circles that have, like, this almost swirly pattern in them and then it start going... <gasps> Close your eyes! Roll initiative! I know when I'm getting hypnotic, hypnoted on. 17. All right, with initiative roll, the order is going to be... Pearl, Rotom, Porygon, Luca. Nice. Her eyes are closed. She forces Fanta's eyes to be closed too, and she just says, kick it. All right, so Fanta is just going to rush up to the control panel and start kicking. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Roll to hit. Okay. 26. First one hits, second one. Oh, my blessed. 28. Yeah, both of those hit. Roll both of those. Super effective double kicks. 12 and 16. 28, doubled to 56 points of super effective fighting damage. I'm so proud we're finally doing something effective in one of these battles. I mean, the first battle, yes, but this one as well. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wowie, wow, wow. <laughs> Sound like the computer. That's what it's saying when it gets kicked. Wow. Wow. Wowie. Wow. Ow. 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 Do not. Ow. 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 Go, Fanta! Just rip it to shreds! Keep your eyes closed! Super effective move detected. Initiating conversion two. As a reaction after taking damage from this effect, the Porygon uses its reaction to change its typing. I'm sorry, what? To one that is resistant or immune to fighting. What? Conversion two initiated. Psychic type engaged. Um, I'm sorry, what are you? <laughs> The screen flashes now with a more purpley tint, and you see that there is a, a bit of shadowy energy leaking out of the control panel. I don't like you! That is your turn. 
it is then the Rotom's turn, who both look to be sort of in a daze and have eyes that uh, mirror what the Porygon Z was doing as they look very unable to control their own motions as they're being affected by the virus in this computer. And so they're going to have disadvantage on their roles to, to have control of themselves. Oh, no. If I've learned anything from a Rotom, it's they don't thrive in these situations. Okay. So... The fan one retains control of itself, but the refrigerator one does not. No, not chilly. Kiss your lunches goodbye, she says to Jackson and the other and Pierce and the other woman. They are cowering behind you in the door, terrified <laughs> of what is going on. Okay. Make a very quick insight check. Um, 11. 11? 10. Uh, Pierce is very poorly trying to hide the fact that he is awestruck by what this Porygon <laughs> is doing right now. Fighting. So the Rotom on their turn, the fan one is going to, uh, the, the fan blades start whirring and whirring and whirring uh, as it is uh, trying to build up a, a, a large air attack. But uh, as it's doing that, sparks are flying off of it, so it goes to try to get the Porygon with Shockwave. The Porygon Z, because, you know, it's, it's cool and it's virusy, so he threw Z on the end. Yeah, everybody's doing letters for names these days. <laughs> that is... A total of 20 to hit, which will hit Ugh. as Porygon Z takes 10 points of electric damage. All right. Then the refrigerator, who seems to be under the control of Porygon Z, is going to attack Fanta. It's going to attack Fanta. No. No, think of the homemade soup your mom made that's in there. Natural one. Okay, great. Uh, as sparks are flying off of this refrigerator and Fanta ducks out of the way. That is the Rotom's turn. It is then Porygon Z's turn. The eyes on the screen look down directly at Fanta. And again, the uh, the eyes start going, and you see like an energy building up from the screen. Close your eyes, Fanta! And then shoots out at Fanta. Fanta needs to make a wisdom save. Oh, 10. DC 17. Oh. Fanta will take 18. Oh. Doubled to 36 Ugh. points of psychic damage. Okay, this got real intense. As it, it had 16 from its rolls, but since it changed its type to psychic, it got to add stab onto it. As that happens, uh, I think that like from the sheer power uh, of this psychic attack and everything that's going on, Fanta starts wigging out and is, is like holding his little claws up to his head and running around the place and just like strikes out kicking, trying to hit something. Uh, and between Fanta's kicks and these cords, cables that are flying around, uh, the windows burst out of the uh, weather simulation chamber and the weather starts flooding into uh, the control room. Stop it. He doesn't like it when people mess with his head. No, he does not. And Pearl also gets a headache and she goes, Pierce, why did you make decaf? <laughs> I only drank decaf. I'm sorry. Of course. He's not sorry. I he know. loves decaf. I know. He finds it as a point of pride. It does begin to snow in the control room as the, the myriad weather in the chamber just starts whoosh, whooshing in. Everybody takes two points of ice damage that is not ice type. It's then Luca's turn. At this screen in front of you, the, these big ol' eyes, Mikey floats up to it with his big ol' eyes, and Porygon's got to make a wisdom save. So brave. Ooh, well, actually, oh, man. It's got a plus seven, but that only gives it a 13. It rolled a six. <gasps> did it actually work? Yeah, Porygon Z is asleep Oh, currently. my God. I did not think that would work. 
Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Nice job, Mikey. Dang, Mikey. Okay. So proud. That is Lucas' turn, then. That brings us back up to the top with Pearl. And as the top of the round changes, let's see if the weather changes. Ooh, fun. The weather transitions from snowy to sunny now. Okay. And as uh, as it goes uh, with the weather, now that it is sunny, all fire-type attacks would have uh, advantage on the damage rolls. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, then let's do flame charge. Go for it. Okay. You have advantage because it's asleep as, like, the screen is like... Thank you, because I rolled a three, and I might not still make it, but 15? 15 is its AC. Oh, my gosh. Woo! Okay. Wow, that was really incredibly lucky. I can't believe that just happened. I'm so happy. 16 points of damage. 16. A good hit as Fanta just has the flames whirl up on his feet and then goes to kick the control panel. That's right, Fanta. You're your own bird. Even though the Porygon is asleep, the Rotom are still going to have disadvantage on their saves uh, to maintain control as the virus has taken hold on them. Aw, poor guys. They were great machines. The fridge, as you can see, uh, like the door is starting to open and little like, uh, like, you know, almost like dry ice is in there. Some of that little mist is starting to come out. It's not ready to uh, unleash that yet, but it does let out a thunder shock. Natural 20. Oh my gosh, yes. Dang, okay, 20 points of uh, electric wow, damage. Wow, that's amazing. Way to go, Chili. Dang, as the, the control panel is looking real, real roughed up right now. Good. That is that, Rotom, though. But then the other one, the fan, is going to either attack Fanta or Mikey. Let's see. It does go to hit Fanta with a thunder shock of its own. Natural 20! No! Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, Poor boy. Fanta. Okay, that roll was much more in Fanta's favor. That one is only 12 points of damage. Ooh, we're still up. But that is the Rotom's turn as they are struggling to uh, do what they've been trained to do as the virus is making things very difficult. But that is their turn. Uh, It is then the Porygon's turn. Let's see if it wakes up. Needed a 13. That's a 14. Dang. The Porygon wakes up from its slumber. Oh, gosh. As the screen comes back on once more and it looks around surveying the room, it still sees Fanta as the biggest threat uh, because those double kicks were awful. (laughs) It is going to uh, force Fanta to make another wisdom save. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Okay, Fanta will only take half damage. That is 18 points of damage, which would be halved because Fanta made the save, but then it's doubled because it's super effective against Fanta. So it's 18 points of uh, psychic damage. Okay. Is is Fanta out? Nope, we're still standing. Whoa, okay. Fanta's like, no, you messed with me and I know what you are and I'm not going down. That is the Porygon's turn. As again, you see that the control panel is like barely hanging on. The screen is cracked and um, like the the cables are flopping around much, much more weakly now as it seems like Porygon Z is losing its control. That ends its turn though. It's now Luca's turn with Mikey. Mikey's going to try to curse it. And it will say, I know what energy you are, and you will not succeed because I've seen it and live with it myself. Oh, okay. So it's more like a curse. Yeah, yeah it's just like it's just it's a like regular a straight up curse. It's just a regular it's like a regular curse, curse this time. This time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Porygon Z is going to try to save against Mikey's regular curse. Oh, that plus seven really helped it out. That is 17, so it will save. Bummer. But Mikey does still take 
five points of damage. Worth the risk and worth just the coolness factor. Mikey's like, ah, maybe I should stick to silly curses. Ah, <laughs> but so that's Luca's turn then, as the curse does not take effect and the Porygon's barely hanging on. That brings us back to the top of the round. Let's see if the weather changes. A rain begins to fall. Uh, these sheets of rain begin to like horizontally, like the, the rain is sideways coming in through the windows as it batters the control panel and the various uh, servers and hard drives and things. Pearl, you also note a very dubious looking flash drive uh, sticking out of the control panel with your high passive perception. Okay. You notice that like uh, the cables, like it seemed like there were some cables that were sort of like floating in front of it, uh, trying to like make sure that nobody unplugged it. But now like those cables have sort of fallen limply to the side where some of them are still, uh, you know, out and about, still trying to bat the Rotom away and, and trying to get Fanta out of the way. But the, you, you see this, this flash drive. It is your turn. Fanta, don't give up. You can do it. Double kick. Roll two hit. 15. 15 hits exactly. Okay, second one. 18. 18. Roll your damage. 25. 25 points of damage? Yes. 25 is going to be halved ah. to 13. Okay, still good. 13 is enough that with these two double kicks, doom, doom, Fanta cracks the control panel. You see that it buckles down. Nice. And it's, it starts to, like, smoke, uh, as especially uh, with the, with this expired electrical wiring and everything being hit by the rain. It's, it's sparking and everything. Can I try to run to get the flash drive? You can, but to, like, try to pull it out will be a full action. Okay. But as the control panel has come apart from it, no. you see emerging now the regular form of the Porygon Z, this little like floating no. pink and blue thing. As you have forced it out of the control panel. Oh, that probably wasn't what we were supposed to do. I should have gotten the flash drive first. That's what he was telling me. Dang it. It's now it's now moving around very, very twitchily all around the place. Is it? But, but, Porygon. But, Porygon. And it's looking around and, and surveying uh, what's going on now that it has been uh, booted from the system. You can see now that it has been booted out, it seems like it is not as beat up as the control panel. What had you believe? It seems as like the control panel was some sort of buffer. It does look roughed up though. That is your turn. Then brings us to the Rotom. The fan is okay. The fridge is not as they just keep swapping off. They're rolling like one rolls too really high and one's rolling like too really low every time. <laughs> but so the fan goes to uh, let off a Thundershock at the Porygon Z now that it has been uh, taken out of the control panel. That's a, eight, a flat 18, so that, that definitely hits as it takes seven points of damage. And then the fridge, let's see. Odds you, evens Mikey. Odds, Fanta. Uh, goes for a Thundershock on Fanta. That's a 14. AC is 14. Ooh! You got lucky. It rolled really low on that D12. Uh, that is only six points of electric damage. Goes down to her knees as my little chick faints. No! Dang, Fanta was barely hanging on. I had two points. Oof. I thought that I had done it with the control panel. That's why we're not healing him. Mmm, rough. So upset, guys. Fanta is KO'd. Who are you gonna send in? How tall is the ceiling? Pearl looks up. That's the ceiling. It's, it's, it's a pretty tall ceiling. Is it like an eight footer? Will I hurt my friends and myself if I bring Dwayne in? 
because that's how angry I am. I want to bring Dwayne in. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. The weather simulation chamber is like much bigger than the control room. So you could release him in the simulation chamber, which is just on the other side of the window. And then he can try to do whatever he is going to try to do, whatever terrible things Dwayne does through the window at the Porygon, if you wanted to try that. Pearl gets really upset. She's down on her knees. She wants to cry, but instead she picks herself up, looks at this thing and says, you don't hurt my chick. And she throws her Pokeball and summons Dwayne on the outside of the room. And I want Dwayne to release just a good morning wake up call. Onyx. As you throw out the Pokeball and it uh, unleashes Dwayne on the other side of the window. So he's technically outside of the room, but the windows are big one and busted two. So even though he's not uh, squishing you all in this room, he's able to get in the mix some as well. He'll just have to like reach in if he's going to try to do anything. But there is a big, nasty snake made of rocks just on the other side of the window. It's a gristle. <laughs> True. A, a, a big, nasty snake made of uh, very thick crystals. I know I won't get any emotion from this creature, but still, I hope it shakes. It is twitching, but it seems like it's less about Dwayne and more about... No, it's about Dwayne. It's just very it's about twitchy. Dwayne. It's about Dwayne. <laughs> that is the Rotom's turn, which then brings us to the Porygon. It's raining now, yeah? In my soul and in my heart. Here's what the Porygon's going to do. Porygon is going to bonus action use conversion on itself and change itself to bug type. As you can hear it say, initiating conversion type bug. What the heck? You can't do that. I haven't hit you yet. It's got conversion and conversion too. Aw, you punk. Odds it goes for Dwayne, even it goes for Mikey. Odds, Dwayne. As it turns around and looks at this, you know, big hulking behemoth of a Pokemon outside and just uh, this signal beam. It looks like in, in the same way that, you know, Oscar the Shroomish has his like absorb orbs. Mm -hmm. It's like a beam made all of like tiny, tiny orbs that just are green and yellow and they shoot out at the onyx. That's only a five plus nine is 14. I don't think that hits. No, AC 17. Ooh, back the, off. The signal beam misses. Yes, right. Uh, as the Porygon is twitching around and floating in the air. That is its turn. Then it's Luca's turn. Um, hypnosis? All right, Porygon's going to make a wisdom save. Ooh, three plus seven, only ten. Yes! The Porygon is asleep as it just sort of like twitchily floats to the ground. Man, Mikey, dang, dang, my dude. That is his turn, which brings us back up to the top of the round. Let's see if the weather changes. Uh, it transitions from rainy to snowy once more. And it is your turn, Pearl. Dwayne! Onyx! It hurt Fanta! Onyx? Rock throw! Uh. And Dwayne slams his crystal tail against, like, the walls of the weather simulation chamber. And it's more just, like, debris than actual rocks. But roll to hit. 21. Yep, that will. That will. That will hit. I'm so upset still, guys. It just, it hurt. It hurt too much. 15. 15 points of rock damage. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah, rock is super effective yeah! against bug. Heck yeah. Wow, good. Nice one, nice. Yes. I was not even anticipating that. Yeah, that's right. 
I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Rock type, yes. Oh my gosh, for once, I, I surprised Jonah with a type. Look at that, made use of the chart. <laughs> yeah, I did. Heck yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's why I was like, why did you change to that? I was so confused because like, I didn't even hit you yet. Am I reading this chart wrong? Yeah, it changed because it wanted to get the stab on signal beam. Oh, beautiful. Since signal beam's a bug type move. Beautiful. Dang. Porygon Z did not think that through. Yeah, that's right, Pori Por. After your turn, it is the Rotom's turn. Both of them are going to see what they can do. Both of the Rotom fail this time, and both of them are unable to unleash their full attacks as you see that the, the blades are whirring and whirring really fast in the fan, and the door is almost completely open on the refrigerator, uh, but they are not able to control themselves enough to direct these attacks at the uh, Porygon Z, and instead, uh, each of them lets loose a thunder shock at Mikey and at the Onyx. No! Guys, focus! At the Onyx, that's a... Uh, Total of 14, so misses. Yeah, that's right. But the one hits Mikey. That's 14 points of damage, and Mikey is looks real bad. Huh? Hang in there, Luca. Mikey is in a, ve a very bad place right now. And then the other one missed the Onyx, so that is the Rotom's turn. That brings us to Porygon Z, who is on its last legs right now. Here's what Porygon Z is going to do. It is going to make Mikey make a wisdom save. Mikey makes the save, but, oh, oh, that's not good. That's a lot of psychic damage. No. And he did half it, uh. but it was super effective. So Mikey the Ghastly is KO'd. <gasps> oh, he hung in there for so long. Luke is like, oh, no, come on, Mikey. And he brings it back in the Pokeball. He says, all right, Tufus, back in. Luca, can we do this? Yeah, yeah, we can. We got it. We got it. It's big and tough, but we got it. Uh, as the Porygon looks like it's really, like, really struggling to stay up right now, and it's twitching around. But it is going to, as it's really, like, barely staying up, it's going to use its lair ability and attack a second time on its turn as it goes for the Onyx. Come at me, bro. As the snow comes down, Porygon bonus action conversions itself as it takes on a blue tent and goes for water type. You would. And looks at Onyx as like this virtual triangle shows up in front of it and starts like spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And you see that initially like one side of the triangle is red and another is yellow and another is blue. But Porygon activates its download feature. Once per short rest, this Pokemon can choose a different damage type for one of their normal attacks. All of the sides of the triangle turn blue as this attack is completely water type. These virtual blue triangles shoot at Dwayne the Onyx, and Onyx needs to make a dexterity save. Six. You're making it sound so scary. Does not make the save. It's a DC 17, as Dwayne will take the full amount of water damage from this try attack. How many tricks does this thing have? Dwayne takes 25 points of water damage. Nope. What? No, he doesn't. Well, because I was about to double it to 50. Wait, what? I was about to, because it's a, the Porygon scanned the Onyx and was like, rock type, rock type. So it switched its typing to water so that it could get a big hit off on the Onyx. No. Why? It's Crystal. <laughs> it's Crystal. It's okay, Dwayne. Sparkle, baby. The Porygon did not have Crystal Onyx in its database as it was That's unaware cool. that the Crystal Onyx resists 
water. So Dwayne takes half damage. You're right, Luca. We can do this. I do, however, need Dwayne to roll a d4. Okay, well, wow, all right. Two. Dwayne, in a familiar fashion, is frozen by the tri attack. Ah. <laughs> That's the Porygon's turn. It did roll high enough to wake up at the beginning of its turn, by the way. I, okay. I neglected to mention that, but it did roll high enough to wake up. Tufus goes to rage and then bite the Porygon, this, this virtual beast. And that is an 18 to hit, which will hit. Roll that damage. 18. 18 points of damage. Tufus chomps down on this living computer program, and like Porygon Z is like very much glitching out and glitching out, and it looks like it is about to do something, who knows what, but it, it looks like it is uh, like even more on the fritz than it was before and on the verge of some sort of total meltdown. But that brings us back up to the top of initiative. The weather is now shifted back to sunny as light streams in and starts bouncing off of the onyx. Uh, you can see that there is like little rainbow uh, reflections all around the place as you are uh, in the midst of this battle. The Porygon is like glitching super hard and onyx is frozen. So it doesn't have an action technically, but you as a trainer can take an action. Pearl looks at Onyx and says, break free, but also you're gorgeous. And she runs to the control board and tries to pull out the flash drive. Great. Fairly easily, now that there are not any uh, cables that are protecting it, you do pull out the flash drive and you see with your aura reader that there is like uh, shadowy energy coming off of this very dubious flash drive. Do with that what you will. Pearl th sees this and she yells to Luca, they're behind this, Luca. What? What are you talking about? It's shadow energy. Oh. And she throws it on the ground and smashes it with her feet. Ooh. As you smash it with your feet, I'm not going to make you roll a strength check because it's okay. just a flash drive. Okay, thanks. You do crush it. Okay. Uh, and as you crush it, you see that the shadowy energy disperses from it as the device is no longer functional. And you look over at the Porygon Z, which has been like glitching in the air and Tufus like has been shaken around like a ragdoll and then he's like tossed it out. And it goes from like twitching and twitching to like slowing down some. And as it slows down, it's very organic, uh, sort of round shapes on its body stop twitching all over the place and sort of come to stillness. And like the what the pieces that were floating apart from the rest sort of come back together. And you see that the shapes of its body are starting to become like more angular and more geometric as it seems to be reacting to this flash drive being destroyed. It's becoming much more angular and everything. As it is no longer doing anything, uh, it seems to be calming down. The Rotom seem like they're also shaking it off. I think that their turn is just them, like, regaining full control of their faculties. And then Luke was like, okay, okay what do we do? What do we do? I don't, I don't know. I think something good is happening. Okay. And you see that at this point, the sun is beating down in here. And so it's, it's very bright. And there's this rainbow refractions all over the place. And you see that the Porygon is, like getting back to not being a Porygon Z, but a regular Porygon. It seems to be in a daze. Luke is just holding an action, I think, in case something weird happens again. But what do you want to do? Is my action again? Yeah. I mean, Luke is just going to hold his and the Porygon is not doing anything, it seems. You're essentially out of combat at this point. Okay, I'll try to catch it. Nice. With the great ball. Roll it. You do have advantage because it's essentially like stunned right now. That was a flat 19. It's a 32. 32. You throw the great ball. It sucks the Porygon in. It falls to the ground. And the great ball shakes once. It shakes twice. It shakes a third time. And it clicks. Oh my gosh. You have captured the Porygon. Oh, guys. 
Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you guys turn around and you look at Jackson and Letty and Pierce, and Letty is just flabbergasted. Jackson is surveying all of the damage to this place, and Pierce is like, oh, wow. That was amazing. I like to imagine that Onyx just um, comes in. Just crashes through the window. Well, the the window's already cracked. (laughs) Yeah. So his little head just comes out and comes into the room. Onyx. And just gazes at Pierce. Yeah, Dwayne thawed out, and then he just looks angrily at Pierce. Yep. (laughs) But with that, (sighs) Jackson says, well, uh, thanks for that. Pearl uh, says, anybody want chicken soup? Because she went to the Rotom in the fridge. <laughs> you just pull up in the fridge and see what's inside. Yeah, and can we all debrief in the break room <laughs> eating some chicken noodle soup? Yeah, you can take a short rest. Great. Do a little debrief. Thanks for sharing, Jackson. It's a great batch. You're, you're welcome. Chicken soup for the soul, am I right, Luca? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why does it seem that every time they follow us, Luca, like, uh, do we... I don't get it. I mean, this was before we even got here. Like, I guess so. We just kind of waltzed into this. Yeah. You're enjoying some of the chicken noodle soup. Jackson says, I made it at home in my crock pot. Oh, it's good. Can I get some crackers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Oh, wow. You go raid the break room. And I get a Band-Aid. Ouch. But as you all are taking the short rest, I think that uh, you all are left with Letty for a bit uh, as you sort of uh, recharge a bit. Uh, take care of your wounded Pokemon. She actually says, uh, so uh, we actually we have some um, healing machines and and, uh, and a PC here. Really? Yeah, yeah. We've, are we've you got, serious? Yeah, just in case. Well, I mean, just in case, you know, if we're, if we're doing, you know, <gasps> if we're experimenting, you. you know, doing things with weather and Pokemon, you know, uh, we just, we just want to make sure that we're able to heal anybody if there's any sort of, you know, incidents, which, hello. And Pearl gives her a big hug. Thank you. Oh yeah, you're so welcome. You're so. But yeah, here let's 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 heal up your team, and we'll get things figured out. You heal them up, and I'll 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 heat up this this chicken noodle soup. Oh, I'm already eating it. It's cold. (laughs) It's a little cold. Thanks. I didn't know you guys had a microwave. I didn't see that as one of your appliances. Yeah, the 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 Rotom don't like to possess the microwave for some reason. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks. It will be much better warm. He just they they love the oven. I thought the more crackers in it, the the better it would get. But yeah, I was just kind of being nice to Jackson. Don't let him know, okay? Yeah. No, no, I won't. Yeah, a little hotter would be nice. Speaking of Jackson. <laughs> yeah. While you all are here in the break room uh, talking through all of this, Jackson has pulled Pierce aside. They're having a conversation, like, outside of the break room. Woo! Let's hear Jonah talk to himself. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm excited. They are not in, like, the, the lobby area. There's... um personal quarters like past the break room as they all like they, they live and work at the station so he, they're just on the other side of that like just firemen just, yeah meteorologists yeah and same, firemen the same thing I'm sorry for any firemen who listen <laughs> you are very brave <laughs> or firewomen go ahead and just give me a perception check since they're in the other room if you're trying to eavesdrop Wow, I love that you're assuming that I was for sure I was <laughs> I know you 21 21 okay yeah so while while y'all are trying to, you know, take care of getting your Pokemon healed and everything and having the soup, in the other room you hear Jackson and Pierce speaking, but it's kind of muffled. But Jackson says, Pierce, I'm sorry, but this is the last straw. This, this pattern of reckless behavior has caused too much damage to the facility and endangered us and the Pokemon we study here. Like, what, what even was that? She said that there's some, some kind of weird energy coming off of this flash drive that you got off the internet and decided to plug into the system. Like, this behavior is unacceptable. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to let you go. 
and then you hear like a bit more of like arguing between the two of them uh, as like Pierce gets like more and more angry as they're talking and finally Pierce just bursts out of the office he says you all don't appreciate my mind that I am better than all of this and you know history respects those who are willing to push boundaries to make daring new discoveries and you know what I'm gonna leave all of you in the dust I don't need this job I'm smart enough to do this on my own. You'll see. And he just bursts out of the door and he just Pierce, walks out Pierce, wait! Pearl runs after him. You, you run after him. Make a, make a persuasion check. Wait, Pierce! Or just flat charisma. It's a 12. I'm a little girl. I'm 10. Pierce, wait, I'm 10! He rolled an 11. Oh, yes! He definitely doesn't have an additional modifier to his charisma. <laughs> he just like... Against his better judgment, you see he just kind of like stops and just... I imagine we're outside of the building by now, too. Yeah, yeah, you, you run after him outside. Pierce! What? I I get it. I promise, I do. I, I can't tell you how many times people treat me like that when I was on the cruise ship. Pearl, you can't stop throwing things at the olds. Pearl, you can't hang off the deck. Pearl, if you throw one more spitwad at the ship... We can't see anything. Pearl, the dentures don't go in your mouth. Pearl, you can't make a chandelier from toothpicks. All right. I'm not I, really sure how I know sure it doesn't make there's... sense, but, but creativity, it's hard sometimes, okay? And uh, I get it. You just want to know, so you push some buttons. And, and yeah, what we saw in there was amazing. And I just want to let you know, I, it's hard. It's hard to find the place where you belong. But, but just remember, keeping people safe and, and trying to go the extra mile, it is worth it. Maybe you don't always get the answers at the end, but, but, but when you find the right people you're supposed to be with, they get it. It just takes some time. Roll persuasion at advantage. Heck yeah. Because that was really good. You got me monologuing. Slide, Slide dog. dog. It was 15, and my persuasion is plus five. So 20 total, though. 20 total. Pierce just kind of takes this in, and I think that you see him, like, on the verge of tears as you talk about, like, trying to find the place where you belong and try, trying to get it right. He's like, yeah, I, um, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 I wasn't really uh, expecting a, uh, a little kid to come in here and... Uh, <laughs> You know, say, tell me something I didn't know, but here I am. <laughs> Nobody ever is. And she, like, puts her elbow on a railing and slips a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm sorry things didn't end well here, but I just hope you know that shadow energy stuff, it's really not anything to mess around with. I, I don't even know what you're talking about with the, with so, the shadow so, energy. So, hold on, hold on. Um, will you wait one second? Promise? Just wait one second. Okay, sure, yeah. Okay, um, she runs to Luca. Luca, you gotta come over here. All right. What's and sh- she brings him outside mm-hmm. and shows Pierce Trico and puts the monocle on, like the the aura reader. Oh, oh no! What what what, what is that? I don't. Okay, and then she explains everything that Team Nasty does. Okay. And that was on the the flash drive. Oh. They take things that are good and natural and and they try to they just mess with Pokemon in the wrong ways. I mean that's that's not what I, I mean I wanted to see 
how, how far the cast form could could go, what what, sure. the, what the weather would do. But sure. Like, uh, I did. I didn't think it was gonna. I just thought that it would make it more powerful, and, and it did. Yeah. It did, but I guess I guess they did kind of lose control. I guess the Porygon lost control. Yeah. And, and all I'm saying is, it seems like these people, they might have your number, Pierce. And if you act out in anger, I guess I'm just afraid what you might do without really knowing. They presented as power, they presented as cool, they presented as amazing, but it's not, it only hurts. And so, you know, I'm a 10 year old kid, I can't mom ya. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I, I don't wanna get taken advantage of, I I didn't even know about these these people or. Yeah, I know you didn't Pierce and that's why I wanted to talk to you. I mean, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I I wish you the best. And she holds out her hand for a handshake. Thanks for that. I know you'll find the place where you belong, Pierce. Yeah, it's weird. Nobody's ever really talked to me like that before, but um, th- thank you. And he, and he shakes your hand. Also, just between me and you, Yeah. Jackson's chicken noodle soup is terrible. Yeah, it is. He's brought it to a potluck or two. Yeah, no, n- too many bay leaves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I had a joke about bay leaf the Pokemon, but I'll just let it go. Here, Pierce. I, I know it doesn't make it that much of a difference, but... I want you to have Porygon. But, 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 but well, you caught it. I mean, no, I, I just, no, I just no, ordered no, it off no. the internet. But I think sometimes the Pokemon finds you. Seely found me, and I think, I think you shouldn't give up on him. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that I. Trust me. And she puts her like uh, again. She tries the railing <laughs> and whips it one more time. <laughs> Man, distance. Pierce does. Like, very thoughtfully and gratefully take the gray ball from you, um, not expecting that gesture at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says, um, well, maybe I'll, uh, I, 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 could, I could look, I, you know, uh, I, I don't really have real trajectory right now. You know, I, I'll have to find another job, I guess. But maybe maybe I can look some more into, you know, whatever's going on with uh, with this guy, whatever, you know, yeah. see, see if I can... I, I I don't know. Help. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple friends you probably would get along well with. Honestly, they're a little rough around the edges, but um. And she tells him where the professor lives. Like Professor Nichols. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're pretty tight. So if you knock on the door and says Pearl sent me, trust me, it's gonna go well. Thanks. I'll I'll, I'll go I'll go pay him a visit. Well, I, I guess I should probably get off the property. Yeah, it's always that awkward stage. Yeah. Don't worry, I've gotten kicked out of so many parties. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. I'll, I'll, I'll see you, Pearl. Bye. Bye, Luca. Bye. <laughs> Much less sentimental. <laughs> yeah. But Pierce walks away. And you go back inside, I suppose? All right, Luca. Let's go cram down some more of that chicken noodle soup and pretend we like it, okay? Yeah, no. I mean, it's not that. I mean... I don't mind the bay leaf. It's just the palate I was raised up with. I like the small noodles. Yeah. Oh, see, I like the squiggly ones. Yeah. See, I guess this is this is your cup of soup, man. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I mean, I could do with a little less bay leaf, but we you know, we can do. Hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay, good, because I just want to be a, a kid. Oh my gosh. Woo! No. Sometimes people they expect me to budget. They expect me to life coach. They expect me to battle. I just would like to color one day. I get that. More chicken noodle soup is needed. Yeah. I was proud of Mikey, though. I thought he, he did great. Mikey did so good. I was really impressed. Yeah. 
I was honestly kind of surprised. I mean, I know he's a little bit of a troublemaker, but I, 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 I mean, I haven't really put him under the, you know, under the pressure lift for something like that before. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Did you know what a curse was? I wonder what he said. We'll probably never know. Bummer. They catch a weird whiff of something, though, he says as you guys walk inside. Whoever smelt it dealt it. You and Luca go back inside the Weather Institute, and Jackson and Letty are in there, and Jackson seems like he's calmed down from his sort of yelling match that he had with Pierce uh, on the other side of the door. Uh, and he, like, they both seem kind of sad that he's gone, but it was just, you know, you, you get the feeling that it was just one thing too many, mm-hmm. uh, you know, incident on incident. So you didn't really feel like he had a choice. I'm 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10. Luke is like, man, a lot of angst. A lot of angst in this room. <laughs> but you get your Pokemon finished and healing up. that's coming from a teen. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, you finish uh, getting your Pokemon healed up, and you are able to swap out any Pokemon you want because they do have a PC here if you want to oh, get, get whoever you like. This place is awesome as she operates the PC. <laughs> um I will make the party. Uh, I'm changing it out. So Celie's non-combatant scarf. Okay. We're gonna go with Oscar. Okay. Coco. Mm-hmm. Fonta still, and adding a Aaron. So I'm gonna say goodbye, Dwayne. A Aaron. A Aaron. Very nice. Very nice. But Dwayne was amazing. I want to make sure he knows that he was well loved and he did a great job. Ah, uh, Dwayne. I love Dwayne. I'm happy you caught Dwayne. Well, great. So you do that, and um, I think you take just a little bit of time, like, helping them clean up some around the place. The cast form are floating around, and they're all back to normal again. These guys are adorable, and I like to imagine they just all, like, hug me. You're just, like, They lift me up, up a little bit. Yeah, they, woo, you're, like, wrapped up in a little cloud hug. Oh, I love you guys! And they hold up little signs that all spell Michelin. <laughs> but, yeah, so you help clean up for a little bit. Can we be really, really honest? Yeah. Luca helps. Pearl believes she's helping. That was is... she ever really properly taught how to clean? No. I highly doubt it. I, I don't think so. <laughs> but boy, howdy, she believes it. Yeah. And she kind of just plays with wish all the cast forms too. Yeah. No, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. There, there's like one of them that uh, I think it's cast form I. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's like very, very much buddied up with you. Love. So you do that for a little while, but they say, you know, don't don't worry about it too much, you know, because you, know, you you you've done plenty to help, and we appreciate it. But we'll we'll have a crew come up in here and do a big old. There's a lot of broken stuff, is what oh, I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. And she whiffs the wa- railing one more time. <laughs> <laughs> but Jackson says, yeah, well, um, I mean, we we really appreciate you helping us out. We would not have been able to deal with that thing uh, on our own, but. Would you, um, we, we've got some weather TMs. Oh, we, we've got this cool thing. And he goes and he uh, finds a, a little capsule thing. He says, uh, this, this is an ability capsule. Oh, red pill or blue pill. Right? Uh, so it, it's a kind of thing where uh, if one of your Pokemon's holding it, you know, uh, some Pokemon, uh, even though there's the same species, they might have different, you know, sort of abilities uh, of things that they can do. You know, and, and a lot of times it's, you know, they get one or the other. Uh, but this thing, uh, if a Pokemon is holding it, they can have like both of their species, like abilities that they can use at once. Right? Pro goes, what? How does that even work? So the technical version of what it does uh, is is very simple. Ability capsule, Pokemon that hold this gain access to both of their non-hidden abilities. Wow. As an example, right? 
Porygon Z. I'll give you that one since it's Porygon's out of here, but I've got his thing pulled up. It has the two abilities, adaptability and download. But normally I, you know, I roll to see which one it has out of the two and it just has the one. But Oh, I see. This is cool. This this item if a Pokemon is holding it and it has two abilities available besides its hidden ability, it gets to use both of them. That's really cool. But so Jackson gives you that and then he says, uh, yeah, I mean, do you, uh, obviously we got, we got TMs that do different kind of weather stuff here. It's kind of our deal. I, I don't know if you're, uh, in need of any of those, but we could, we could give you one if you like. I don't know. We, we just really appreciate you. I, I don't know if there's any, anything else that you need or anything like that, but. Oh, uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, Luke, what do you think? I mean, um. Yeah, I mean, we could we could use something. We could figure out something. Uh, so essentially, you could get a move like Sunny Day or Rain Dance or Hail or like another Sandstorm or, you know, things like that. I like to imagine they're all on a shelf and Pearl just gets so excited that she literally takes them all off a shelf and puts <laughs> them all on the floor like they need more of a mess. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, but this one and this one and this one. Ooh, and this one. Like, you know, and starts looking at them. Mm-hmm. I like um, hail. Yeah, you get hail? Yeah. Nice. All right, so you pick up hail, and Luca thinks about it for a second. He's like, hmm, let's go. I don't know. It's kind of tough. I don't really know that anybody's, huh. I guess let's do, uh, let's go rain dance, I guess. And so he grabs that. And with that, is there anything else that you would like to do or discuss with Jackson and Letty before you head out? No. All right. So with that, you all wrap up there. You finished your chicken noodle soup, and you and Luca head out. Thanks, guys. Th- thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for your help. Hold on. And then she makes Luca turn the SS Speedmeister back. <gasps> hey, when you guys do, like, weather experiment experiments, you should have, like, signs. Like a sign on the road saying, warning, near the weather center, please use caution while driving. Or, like, put the top up if you're using a convertible. Or if you're in an SS Speedmeister, watch out. Yeah, you know, that's probably a good idea. We should, uh, we'll, 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 we'll put up some signage. I'm 10 and I'm thinking about signage. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs> and you all head off in the SS Speedmeister. So you and Luca continue down the road. It's, it's later in the afternoon at this point. And you do hit the split where you can get off on Route 14 or keep on Route 16. And you want to stay on 16? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Just wanted to double check. As you and Luca continue down the road once more, the terrain has changed to flat plains and grassland along the road. You all are driving along in the SS Speedmeister. Uh, you, you notice that getting further away from the coast has meant less and less forest and wooded areas. And the colors have gone from bold greens and other bright colors to a landscape filled with dulled earth tones. The wind is getting a dustier and the pale green grass blows gently in the breeze. As you can see clearly all around uh, the only major elevation change being the northern Kanoko range you can see on the horizon. The afternoon has continued on, and now it is uh, sunset. Uh, the sun is setting over the horizon behind you. As you're driving down the road and you look around, you can also see something clearly in the distance to the south. Smoke. Thick, black smoke. 
you point this out to Luca and he, he sees it. And you all start zooming in that direction, knowing that no, nothing could, good could be going on uh, with, with smoke like that, and especially that volume that you can see so far away. And it's getting darker uh, into the evening as you all continue. It, it takes longer than you feel like it should because you, you can see the smoke for forever. But just as, as you're in this flat land it just takes so long you can see you can see and it takes like forever to get there uh but finally you all continue moving toward it and you can soon tell as you approach that it's coming from a large structure that appears to be on fire you get closer picking up more details as you go and it looks like it's one building that's part of a larger complex surrounded by a long wooden fence and as you all rush in to help uh luca slams on the gas and you all are going in toward the gate i assume yeah yeah Pulling out Seely, and we're gonna just try to get as much water sport as we can. Yeah, you pull out Seely, and Seely's preparing to, you know, help fight this fire. And uh, Luca's grabbing for Tufus's Pokeball as you speed in uh, through this fence. You pass through the gate, and as you all are rushing in to help in whatever way you can, we see a sign hanging above, swinging in the smoky air. Cracked and faded, it reads, "Welcome to Marigold Ranch." And off in the distance, in the direction of the fire, we hear. McCoy, go on and grab that water bucket. Guess what, friends? No way! <laughs> I, got, I literally have goosebumps. We've got another guest oh next week. God! We hope y'all are ready because Adam LaGrave will be joining us on the show next week. Yes, that's right. Adam from all those podcasts you love, the Roaring Trainers, DM's Treehouse, and the Tall Grass podcast. He's a good friend of the show, good friend of ours personally, and I've been plotting to have him on ever since we did the postcards from Pearl Abbey and Friends crossover. So get excited for next week when Pearl and Luca meet Ricky Jones. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited. We'll see you next week. for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicongo is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicongo is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank you for listening to Postcards from Poa and Chris Campin Jr.